Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us today and this time of day because this is our day that we get to bring in fantastic professionals and they get to talk about issues that pertain to you and are important to you. Today is our day with Concordia, Concordia Lutheran Ministries, Concordia Visiting Nurses. We kind of just all lump it together with Concordia. And we're going to be talking about the benefits of living in a retirement community. We have a couple of guests with us. Of course, Frank Script is here and Connor Heggie is here as well. He's also the director of the Concordia Haven Apartments. So we'll be discussing that for our half hour. But first, let me give you all the different ways that you can listen because you do have us of course on the radio with 680 a.m and 107.5 fm you do have the option there you can listen to us online at wisr680.com you can press that button that just says listen live and that'll take care of it for you if you want to wait until we're all done or if you have to leave us at some point you can always get back onto our website to listen to this on our podcast page you're going to pick programs let's talk and then look for Concordia, and that's how you're going to listen to it there. Uh, I feel like I'm in class. So, okay, uh, Alexa Power Devices is the next option for you. Uh, you do have that. Just say Alexa, play WISR 680, and that's all you need there. And then one more, one more, one more. You have the app that could go onto your mobile device or devices. So any which way that you get your app or your apps, then just look for WISR, and you can proceed from there. All right? All right, let's do this. Frank Script, of course, here. And Frank is the Director of Public Relations for Concordia Lutheran Ministries. And Connor Heggie is with us, as I just mentioned. He's the Director of the Concordia Haven Apartments. Frank, nice to see you. Nice to see you, too, yeah, Trey. Another great. beautiful February day in, in western Pennsylvania. I like how you say that with a straight face. That's fantastic. <laughs> as I'm about to talk about weather and how we're going to have another weather advisory. and yeah, Connor, nice to see you. Welcome uh, to the program. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. being here. I love the tie. I wish we had a visual here. because it's Jerry Garcia. <laughs> I don't know what else to say i love that. it it's all green and it's artistic i love it but anyway okay so frank let me start with you as i always try to do just getting a, a monthly update on how concordia is doing right now concordia is doing great i mean as great as any uh health and senior related organization is doing uh two years into the pandemic uh but all things considered all yeah. systems go at Concordia. It's always nice to be able to get to the side where we're talking about positive news, positive news, positive news. So right. And, that's and fantastic. To a, yeah. And to a point where we're talking about um, encouraging people to come and visit, come and see us, your loved ones, uh, come and experience life at Concordia. And take a tour. Absolutely. And oh, that's yes. half of what we're talking yeah, about today. Yeah. Because it's so important to be able to see in case. And I always say this to you and we talk about this often. I may not need to make this decision tomorrow, but if I have to make this decision, it would be better to plan now. Yes, and especially with what we're talking about today with retirement community living, mm -hmm. this isn't, as Connor will talk about, I'm sure, this is not a decision that you uh, wake up one morning and just say, oh yeah, I'm gonna move to a retirement community. You know, this is yeah. a decision that can be a year in the making sometimes, so. With yeah. a lot of homework done, hopefully. If you're hopefully. Doing, if, you're doing, if you're doing it right, you're not visiting one place one time and then saying, yep, I'll take this and do it. So talk about that, Connor, because I think some people think, well, I'll just go visit this once 
and then they just finish out the rest and then they, they, they leave the decision for quite some time. How important is it to keep going back? I think it's important to keep going back for a number of reasons, not least of which is the simple fact that you're not going to learn it all just by taking a tour and seeing an apartment. There's a lot to grasp. It's a life decision. You're, you're making a decision not just for the four walls that is going to be your apartment. You're making a decision for a lifestyle. You're making a decision to have a better life. And we've, like, like you said before, we're on year two, uh, and we're finally at the point of Concordia where we're talking about getting back to living. And, and that is such an integral part of what retirement living is overall. We want our residents to enjoy life. And when you're making a decision like that, you're not just gonna go to one place and get a feel for it in five minutes or 20 minutes. You wanna make sure you know what's out there and you wanna do your homework to what's different from one retirement community to the next. Because unlike a lot of other senior services, they're not necessarily governed by the Department of Health or the Department of Ho Housing Services. There's a lot of variation as to what services they provide and to how they care for their folks. And you can't get a feel for any of that unless you're going back there more than once, taking multiple tours, remembering the questions you forgot to ask the first time around and going back again, calling them up. This ends up being a relationship with our residents. And we want that relationship to be happening even before they move in with us. What are the options that we can choose from? From at Concordia? Do we have just a single uh, room? Are there two rooms? Uh, you know, what do people look for? When people are coming, if it's not their first question, they're always, it's going to be one of their top three. They're always going to be here and say, what do I get and how much is it going to cost? Sure. And sure. that's great because that needs to be explained. There's different payment options that people can use. Fortunately, no matter what payment option that a person uses, they're always going to get the same quality in service. They're always going to get the same amenities, the same services, the same people that are there, whether they're helping them with something specific like taxes or with making sure they've got uh, the insurance that they want, or whether it be something a lot more simply just needing help knowing where to go for this kind of a grocery or something like that. They're going to have the same quality of help to that person for as much as they need. And that's really the one thing that I like about retirement living is that a lot of our folks don't necessarily need help with a lot of things. They just want an environment that is friendly, that is relational, where they can enjoy life and engage with others that are going through the same retirement years that they are right um, at that point. Talk about the friendships that can be made. I think that I think that's, uh, as Frank likes to say a lot of the time, I think that's center of the plate uh, for, for retirement living. Uh, the friendships and the relationships you gain with other people that are living there I get to be on the sideline watching that take place. My residents, they're not there because, boy, I can't wait till Connor Hagee gets into work today. We're going to do <laughs> A, B, C, and D. They're living. And unless they're, you have donuts. Unless I, unless I, yeah, yeah, unless, Always the caveat. Unless I bring free donuts and coffee, then they really can't wait to see me. But reality is they're there to experience life, and that often means that they're going to be doing it with other residents there. They're going to be experiencing life. And a lot of times, that's why they move to a retirement community, because they know somebody who are lives there they know that life is easier at a retirement community and they can focus more time from day to day on relationships and doing things they enjoy and not doing things they have to do when they're living in their own home the one they lived in for 40 years so much time gets brought up with things they have to do and not things they want to do yeah and I think that that's something that's so key um, I think we all get to a certain point in our lives, especially when we get older, and granted, I'm not quite there yet, but um, we get to a point where we realize how important the time is, the time that we have, not just the years that we have left, but what we decide to do with each day, and that 
community, a retirement community like the Haven Apartments here in Cabot, um, you get to spend that time doing the things you want to do, not the things that you begrudgingly have mm-hmm. to do. Mowing like the Like mowing the, gl- mm-hmm. the grass, shoveling the snow, raking the leaves, changing the light bulbs for crying out loud. I mean, these are all things that, um, you know, just as a, a homeowner myself, I'm like, boy, do I wish I could get someone to do this for me um, so that I could spend more time watching golf. Absolutely. Playing golf. Yeah. Playing yeah. Golf. Yes. Well, yeah. Hanging with my family. Things those like that. residents that are part of Concordia, do they still get to take advantage of the bus, the, the Concordia bus? Because oh, even, whether they drive or not, let's say they don't want to drive in the snow. Well, and that's and that's like you just said. We're, we're talking about, you know, some winter weather coming uh, down the pike here tonight and tomorrow. And you're going to have people who are saying, you know what, I need to get to the grocery store and I am not in the mood to deal with that. So I am going to hop on the bus. I'm going to go to Giant Eagle, Walmart, Sprinkles, et cetera. And they're going to have that option on a very consistent basis. Something like that, a service that is available to them that they can or don't have to take advantage of. I think that's where really retirement living finds that benefit because it's not just in transportation. It can be in, in the dining room. Our culinary department can be another facet for what people say, you know what? I really like to cook. There's plenty of folks who are still in their retired years. And what do you like to do in retirement? I love to cook. Um, my wife will not be that person. <laughs> my, my, my wife is apt to say my favorite meal is one I didn't make myself. <laughs> and she will be loving the dining room at the Haven Apartments because she doesn't have to worry about it that day. And she doesn't have to worry about figuring out what she's going to make for only one person or two people. A lot of our residents really do experience that in the standpoint do I really want to make a pot roast for me and my wife or me and my husband? Because we're going to have to eat that pot roast for the next however many days until it finally goes away. You come to the dining rooms and you get so many different options that you wouldn't normally be able to get because you don't want to have to go through the trouble of making a big meal just for one or two people. And that's where I really find benefit in our dining rooms. That and you're going out to dinner with friends. Again, I, I'm going to I tie everything back to that social component because I think the rest of the world over the last two years finally understands what retirement living means when we talk about social isolation. We've all figured that out over the last two years because how many of us were stuck um, at the beginning of this outbreak and we were starting to hear that term a little bit more. A lot of seniors don't know that they're isolating themselves in their homes because it happens gradually over ye- over the, over however many years. They're either with their spouse or their spouse is no longer with them, and they're touching base with friends less. They're going to church less. They're going out to eat less. They're seeing their kids less, and that all happens gradually over years. Before the before they know it, they're stepping back and they're looking at their calendars for the month. They have nothing going on. They have nobody to see. And that has a real impact on their lives. So when they come to a place like Concordia into the Haven Apartments and they realize it is absolutely easy to have a full calendar for their month of different things they're going to do, concerts they're going to go to, trips they're going to take, just going to dinner or to happy hour with friends on any point in time in the week, they end up finding that real value, emotional value in in a place like a Haven Apartment. 
Let me ask you about the support staff, if you will. So this is an apartment, and I know you have a continuum of care, and we've talked about that many times. So it's a different position if you would be like in hospice. Of course, you have nurses by your side and doctors and professionals. If you're in an apartment, what's the support staff scenario? Can I call a nurse if I'm sick? Do I call a doctor? Does somebody check up on me if need be? And I think that's that's the one thing I really like about the apartments themselves. I, As the director of the apartments, I'm in a position where I not only get to promote Remote, but realistically, my residents get to utilize every single component that Concordia Lutheran Ministries has to offer. I really am happy to be part of an organization that values providing service internally. So my residents are, are very independent. They live in an independent apartment. There may come a time while they're in their apartment that they need help with A, B, C, or some emergency happens and all of a sudden they need something. Concordia visiting nurses, Concordia private care, Concordia physicians practice, even our personal care and skilled nursing nurses on an emergency level. These are all service lines that the community is aware of and can use, but it is more readily available to my residents because we are on campus and we can get those services for them if they need them permanently or if they only need them because something happened in their life and they need this service for the next week, for the next two weeks, et cetera. And I really think that's where the benefit comes or one of the many benefits come to my residents and from the standpoint of I've got everything an arm's reach away and I've got people in the building in, in terms of a resident coordinator, even a housekeeper, and they all know these phone numbers to call. So if I come to somebody who's working in my building and say, I'm not feeling well today, can you help me out? We've got three phone calls that we can make and we can send them in any number of directions to get them the help that day. How about maintenance? I know, Frank, you just mentioned that light bulb, right? But what if something breaks down? Is that team also on campus? I'll call it a campus. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. And I have to put myself in that team, even though I'm not technically maintenance. At six foot two, I am the designated light bulb changer. Nice, nice, any nice. light bulbs in the ceiling? I mean, again, you think about it. it you hate to make the stereotypical joke about the the short little lady with uh, white hair and hey, glasses. Hey, I'm only five feet tall. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you. You're, believe you're me. Exactly. Yeah, some do, short people here. Does, <laughs> does anybody out there really want grandma getting on a stepladder to change a light bulb? Of course not. And, and and of course we're there for things like that. But we actually have quite a very com, uh, complex and qualified maintenance team on campus. And even from an emergency response, we get to it every winter and we get to it every summer. Unfortunately, I always find out that when a, a furnace or an air conditioner dies, it's usually around midnight. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. when that yeah. happens, a phone call is made to the nurse's desk. The nurse's desk calls the emergency maintenance and repairs start immediately. I mean, I, I just moved into a new house and I had the unfortunate incident of our furnace dying in the middle of the day. And my family was stuck in the house cold for a whole day and a whole night because we couldn't get anybody to service it for that amount of time. And that value of having qualified technicians on our own payroll, on our staff as maintenance guys, who not only are just maintenance, they know these residents, they work in the buildings, there are relationships in play here. So they know exactly what that person needs and how they can help them because they're there day in and day out. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, my, to piggyback off your example, my mother is not quite of, of uh, Concordia Haven retirement apartment age just right. yet, but she lives in an apartment in Butler and um, her, her furnace broke literally two and a half weeks ago. Remember how cold it was <gasps> mm -hmm. two and a half weeks ago? Mm -hmm. It took almost two weeks for her furnace to be repaired properly. Now, that's not an indictment on anyone. Right, right. But those are situations that someone like my mother would not need to deal with 
if she was living in one of the Concordia retirement communities. And I know? think to your, and I think to that point, just to keep going with this idea, I mean, it, it's one thing I appreciate about Concordia. We, we take time to make sure that we are not only taking care of our residents and their needs, but we're also as an organization doing the smart things. So if we, if the worst case scenario does happen and you need to replace a furnace that is gonna cost a few bucks, we have that in stock on hand and we're ready to do that right away. And, and that's what I, uh, appliances are things I talk about a lot nowadays, A, because I have to buy appliances for 327 apartments. <laughs> but for most people out there, if you've had to go buy an appliance in the last year, you know it's not quite as easy as it used to be. That's being affected by the supply chain uh, issues that are happening all over the country. And if you go and you look for a refrigerator or a washer dryer or something, you may only have one option or no option, or they may say, okay, you can get this, but it's gonna be six weeks. If a refrigerator dies in one of our apartments, we replace it right away. And even that, knowing you don't have to go shopping for one, you don't have to worry about losing a full fridge of food because we have one waiting for you. You don't have to worry about who's gonna come into my house because it needs to be delivered and installed. These are all things that someone living on their own has to think about and worry about, and these are all solutions we have for our residents. And yeah. with us today is uh, Frank Script, Connor Heggie, you just heard him uh, a second ago there, director of Concordia Haven Apartments. Frank is the director of public relations with Concordia. So if you just joined our conversation and you're like, where is this, this magical place? It's, <laughs> we're talking about the Cabot location right now, although there are many, many locations with Concordia, and I know we could get into that if we need to here in just a minute, uh, Frank. But Frank, you wanted to add something to, to Connor's comments. Just, you know, when you talk about the support services, just want to wrap it up, I guess, by saying that one thing that differentiates Concordia retirement communities from other retirement communities, um, at least in, in our experience, is that our goal is to keep our retirement living residents, those in these retirement communities, as independent as possible for as long as possible. There is, there is no incentive for us to say, oh, uh, maybe you had a fall or maybe we, we've identified something that says you need to go to a higher level of care. No, we want to keep you as independent as possible because we know that that's when people are happiest. You know, when, when you are at your most independent, that's when you're happiest. Absolutely. But if you need a higher level of care, of you're already familiar yes. with Concordia and the campus and the people. I mean, it just... You're in the family. You're in the family. You might as well just stay and continue on with that care. Well, right. and that's one thing yeah. I appreciate so much about Concordia. Of course, being a faith-based organization is core for me and why I'm working there. But in reality, we're an organization that's stable enough that we can make a promise to my residents in an independent living haven apartment. And I get to tell them, when we bring you in, we're not just telling you yes for an apartment. We're telling you yes for Concordia. So if the time ever does come five, 10 years down the road, or it really is a necessity for you to be at a higher level of care, we've already made that promise to you. We're taking care of you. And I just had that example happen a, a couple weeks ago where a husband and wife and, and the husband uh, wants an apartment. The wife, unfortunately, she needs a, a higher level of care. And I, I get to look them in the eye and tell them, I'm telling you yes now, and it means yes for good. And, and I'm very blessed to be able to tell people that because I work for an organization who is doing the smart things and is financially stable enough to make that promise to our residents. Connor, you had mentioned something about uh, the refrigerator going or, or washer dryer going. 
what can I bring? What what can mom or dad bring? Or do you have these apartments fully furnished? We have the kitchens fully furnished, so you don't need to worry about the pli- the appliances. The washer dryer in, in the bathroom, that's where our laundry is. All the kitchen appliances, your refrigerator, microwave, dishwasher, stove, those are Concordia's from the standpoint of when they break or when they need repaired, we take care of it, no charge, no worry. They're yours to use, but we can get rid of them and replace them with a brand new one whenever they go. Everything else, the residents get to bring themselves. They get to bring, a, a lot of people will have memories because they remember their families around their dining room table that they've had for 40 years. They bring that with them. Their bed, which is their bed and the most comfortable thing they can imagine, they bring all that with them. So the apartments, I like to call it a, a blank canvas and you create it the way you want to. But as far as the things you need, carpet on the floor, paint on the walls, and appliances in the kitchen, we take care of that for you. And did you say that you could have the option of like one bedroom, two bedrooms? Like how many rooms are there? And, with and these we apartments? try to keep it simple, truth be told. We have one and two bedroom options in all three of our buildings. We have three apartment buildings on our campus in Cabot, 327 apartments, and it is a mixture of one and two bedrooms. And we keep the layouts pretty consistent because we don't want people to get bogged down with having too many different floor plans to choose from. There was a, a retirement community that, I'm a, that I was aware of in the area, and they had something like 15 different floor plans in one apartment building. Well, at that point, you're trying to make a choice that isn't necessarily gonna be to your benefit, and you're gonna convince yourself that you have to wait for that one floor plan that might not be available for three years, and you're gonna miss out on the real experience of a retirement community. So we really believe in the KISS method, if, you'll, if you're familiar, <laughs> uh, when it comes to floor plans and layouts of our buildings. One and two bedroom apartments, can suit people. Sometimes we have couples in a one bedroom. Sometimes we have single people in a one bedroom and vice versa. And it really does work to their benefit. And KISS would be, keep it simple, sweetie. How about we go that route? Okay, yeah, we'll be kind with (laughs) that. Thanks for cleaning it up for me. So is it quiet? Because I'm sure a lot of folks, maybe this is their first time being in a, this type of setting. I think of apartments. And sometimes when you go into apartments, they can have thin walls and you Mm -hmm. hear through the walls. What's it like at Concordia? And I really have to do credit the leadership at Concordia for this because it it comes down to construction. When you build that building, you have to do it right and you have to do it well. So you're talking about concrete floors separating each floor top to bottom. You're talking about double five-eighths drywall and insulation that's going to keep the noise to a minimum. Honestly, when we're doing tours, sometimes people will say, why is it so quiet here? Mm -hmm. And it's not because there's nothing going on. It's because our apartments are well insulated and they're going to keep because inevitably, and you'll forgive me for going back to stereotypes, inevitably somebody's going to take their hearing aids out and turn the TV way up. Mm -hmm. We don't find problems with noise. We really don't. There's really few and far between has anyone ever said, I can hear my neighbor. And we're very thankful for the way these buildings were built that we can say that. And that way folks can get sleep when they want to get sleep. They can walk watch TV when they want to watch mm-hmm. TV. Absolutely. And I've ha- had plenty of conversations with folks that are a little older that say that I can't sleep through the night. So I get up at two, three or four and, you know, may listen to the radio or watch mm-hmm. TV. So absolutely. You well, can and, rest assured. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah. I was just going to say the flip side to that coin is yes, the apartments, Connor is a, he's been on several construction projects. So I was hoping he wouldn't get too nerdy with the details <laughs> with five eighths and blah, blah, blah. Oh. But the flip side of that coin is there is so much life life 
in the walls, you know, in within the building itself, right. there's always something happening. Um, so when you talk about how quiet the apartments are, yes, and that's the goal. Um, but when you're in these common areas, when you're in the dining rooms, when you're in whatever area of the building that isn't your apartment, you are bound to find something going on that you can join up in and be a part of and um, make those connections with, with your fellow residents. It's one of my favorite parts of the day where I go into any one of our main lobbies or our common areas, card rooms, classrooms, et cetera, and there's a group of people that are in the midst of solving the world's problems. <laughs> I love being a fly on the wall when I stumble <laughs> onto that. Oh, that is great. So I've been to Concordia many times, and Connor, explain to me, does everyone have a parking space? I see sometimes garages in certain places. What's the parking like in case I am still driving? Absolutely, and I would say a a decent percentage of our residents are still driving. In fact, we have a small percentage of our residents that are bringing two cars instead of one uh, when they're coming to the apartments here, and that's really not a problem. Everybody for free will get a reserve parking spot around our building, and it's always left to their choice as to where they want it because they want an idea of which entrance and exit in the building. There's more than one. Which entrance and exit are they going to be using from a day-to-day -day basis? And they can park their car appropriately and have a reserve spot with their name on it. Some of our residents, they want to graduate to a garage because, quite frankly, they have a nicer car. They like the luxury of having that garage. $50 a month is all we, is all we charge. And, again, some people will say, why are you charging extra for a garage? That's why we also encourage people to do their homework to retirement communities, because a lot of places around here, you're going to be paying over $100 for the garage. Oh, really? Absolutely. And, and so I, I say it's with a smile on my face, but when I tell people you need to do your homework and think about these retirement communities, it's because sometimes you will see costs and you'll ask yourself, why do I have to pay that? Then you'll also realize that a lot of other retirement communities are charging much more for some of these luxuries. Let me ask you about storage quickly. Mm -hmm. And is there storage? And then I want you to, if you don't mind, share final thoughts about that point right there, how important it is to do this homework and, and how early we should do this. So storage. Is yes. that in the apartment or in the garage? It's going to be a, in the apartment building. Okay. Uh, we designate space on our ground floors in each of our buildings for a five by six storage locker, floor to ceiling. And that does end up being a real benefit because you still want those large things that are in the way, luggage for traveling, Christmas decorations, et cetera. And that storage space, while it doesn't necessarily look fancy, it is extremely functional. And again, it's free. A lot of retirement communities, they're going to tack on 25 or $50 for that storage locker. Just um, did some work with a retirement community recently uh, around Pittsburgh who had that very thing going on. Um, and and to, your, to your final thoughts on some of these aspects, you know, I would say there's really a value to be found um, in doing your homework because there are services and there is really an, a lifestyle that can be to your benefit. And looking at all of your options you never go see one house before you buy it you never go see one college before you pick it um, sometimes you never date more than one person before you marry them <laughs> <laughs> the reality is you need to do your homework you need to know what's out there for you because it's a big choice and you can really find a joy in being a part of something like a retirement community. Yeah. So how do we get started? Frank, I'm going to turn to you with the contact information, although I'm sure we'll be talking to you, Connor, as we get into this. But how do we contact Concordia? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with the uh, Concordia Haven apartment specifically, um, you can call our admissions counselor, Peggy Treadle, um, at 724-352-5378. And of course, we would encourage you to visit our website, concordiahaven.org. 
um, that can get you and, and we don't hide pricing uh, we're clear about the amenities that we offer Con uh, Connor talked a lot about the the lifestyle um, you can get a taste of that on the website then call Peggy call Connor say I want to schedule a tour uh, 724-352-5378. And we only request donuts from Connor, right? I mean, yes. leave that to Connor's. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to get you in trouble, Connor, because now you're going to want. It's going to happen. I already, I'm already on the hook for providing free donuts, and Happy Hour always has free drinks on Friday. So make sure <laughs> make sure you schedule your tour for Friday afternoon because we'll sneak into Happy I Hour. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Well, Frank, before we go, I do want to ask your final thoughts, too, in our discussion and just the benefit that Concordia is to our area. Yeah, I, I mean, with the... With the retirement apartment specifically, one thing that I just want to make sure it's very clear is that our goal is to provide options for people. We don't just appeal to the millionaire retirees. Of course, everyone's welcome, you know, millionaires and, and, and not millionaires, but we provide people options to make this lifestyle affordable for the so many people that we get uh, every year who just say right after they move in, I had no idea I could afford this. Yeah, this was not something I ever thought I would be able to afford, and here I am. Um, and those options that Connor talked about with, you know, maybe I don't need a garage or maybe I don't, you know, need A, B, or C, it allows uh, people that didn't think they could afford it to actually make this dream a reality. So start today, start the homework today, take the tour, and mm -hmm. get started. Compare Concordia. Absolutely. That's all we ask. Hashtag that. That's hashtag. another hashtag. <laughs> compare, look at everyone and then compare Concordia. We need right to do on. that. Nice. Frank Script, always nice to talk to you. Thank you, you so too, much. Tracy. And Connor Heggie, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you again real soon. Folks, we are out of time for our segment today, but if you would like to listen to this again in its entirety, if you joined us late in our conversation, what you can do is go to our website at WISR680.com and you're going to pick programs, then let's talk. And then, oh, I was almost going to say extended news at noon. That'll be later. Give me about 45 minutes for that. We'll get into that one. Let's talk and then look for Concordia. All right. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.